Good evening, everybody. Welcome to another wonderful um, episode of Breaking Free. It's been an exciting um, time for us, and I'm excited to be here once more. Um, last episode was very impactful, and I I went back to listen to it, and I realized that God has spoken through us, and we're back here today again to share some more testimonies of the brethren. But before we start, right, um, I just want to welcome a few um, my co-host that has been doing this with me over and over. I'm first. I want to welcome Emmy. Um, Emmy, how are you doing? Good evening. Say hi to everybody. <laughs> Good evening, Vic. Good evening, everyone. Yeah, it's great to be here again. So excited about this as well. Also, um, I have here with me Tolu. Hi, Tolu. How are you doing? Say hi to everybody. Hi, Mr. Vic. Hi, everyone. Hope we all had a good day. Yeah, we did. Mm-hmm. And last but not the least, um, hi, Shagun. How are you doing? Yeah, good evening. I'm doing very fine. And I believe so for every other person now. Thank you. So yes, um, thank welcome everybody. Um, but before we start, I just want to say a short prayer to welcome the Holy Spirit in our midst. Holy Spirit, we welcome you. Heavenly Father, we want to say thank you for today's session. King of Kings, you are worthy to be praised. You are worthy to be exalted. That is. We commit to this session into you, Lord. Take absolute control in the name of Jesus. Amen. That as we speak, come and speak Amen. through us. That every word that we say today shall minister to everyone that listens to this podcast. That we shall not Amen. just speak vain, convincing word, but we shall speak word that carry anointing. Word that Amen. minister to the soul of people in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Take absolute control of today's session. That the end, all the glory, all adoration shall be ascribed unto you, and you alone shall be praised in the name of Jesus. Amen. Take absolute control, Holy Father. Receive all the glory, receive all the adoration, for in Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. So for today's session of testimonies of the brethren, um, Mr. Shekel will be the one driving it. We start by sharing his own testimony and getting other people to to talk. So, Shago, you have the floor. Okay. Uh, good evening, everyone. It's, like I said earlier, it's beautiful to be here again. And, you know, uh, one beautiful thing that I always loved about testimonies is how it can encourage you to, you know, come up and then it can help out in the, you acknowledging and overcoming whatever challenge you also have been going through when you know that someone had been through it before and the person had overcome overcame sorry so you know corinthians explains that by the same way that we were comforted in times of our trials we should use we'll use that same means to comfort others when they are going through their own trials okay okay uh not to 
say too much. I think for me, you know, Revelation chapter 12, verse 11 says that um, they overcame him by the word of the Lamb and their test their the blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony they love not their life to death you know the word hand there was taken from the word kai which means that he is even so they overcame him by the blood of the lamb even or the teeth the word of their testimony now, what was that word of their testimony the testimony of christ like revelations 1 12 said so it's the testimony of jesus's death and resurrection okay uh, let me not say too much. My testimony is much. I'll just share this major one, which is actually the, the real testimony. That is the salvation of my soul. Um, was born a Muslim, grew up a Muslim. My dad was a Muslim. Well, I still trusting God for his salvation anyways. And then, um, you know, I signed my Quran school at the age of three. And then started learning and while I was younger, I my parents used to have this belief that I was a science student. So it was normal for them also to have this expectation that I was going to have uh, a son, Quranic studies, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, I gained admission to secondary school then, Unity Secondary School precisely. And I think that changed many things. My perspective to life, my spoiler, and then unity was unity, not the present unity we have in Nigeria. Then amongst my classmates, we had people from the north, from the west, from the south, Igbos, Aosas, different, you know, the son of the commissioner of education, speaker of the house, you know, those kind of people. So for one reason or the other, I loved the chapel more than I loved the mosque. But that was not really a major factor, you know. So just leave and we go and so when I was running up my secondary school, I left Unity 2004. So when I was leaving, I both chapel, mosque, or anything. I just lost interest in all those religious things and just faced my life. I remember those days on Sunday morning, I would love to watch some programs on TV. So I just stayed there. Or Friday was not even important to me again and. Little by little, I just moved on with life like that. And 2007, precisely, yeah, 2007, I I failed, yeah. I was seeking admission to university. And for one reason that I was one mark behind, and it shook my life. I don't know. It shook everything about me. That was the first time I was beginning to ask myself, Shag, are you really brilliant? You know, there were a lot of things happened anyways. And so from there, I walked into a church one Sunday out of frustration and anger. I just walked into one church like that, a redeemed church, not even a beautiful one, one local church. So I sat down just trying to see how I can while away my time anyways. So somehow there, I remember the young man just saw that a young man came to the altar and I can still remember his name now, Tokwe, Brother Tokwe or something. I heard he was a youth president or something. So he just came up and he said, the title of my message today is Failure. I was like, what? 
<laughs> so it was like three reasons why you fail. So the moment he said failure, I I felt what sort of nonsense is this? This guy sent to speak to me. There was this oral, there was this feeling like, are you serious? They don't know me. I don't know anybody. What's the problem? How come this guy is talking about the things I'm going through? And, you know, I remember very well. It was like three reasons why you failed. Number one, God knows about it. Number two, it's working for your good. And oh my God, what? I think it was still on the third point when I started crying. And, you know, one thing led to another. He called for altar call. I just went there. I didn't know anything, but at least I just received the life of Christ. And that began a total different journey for my life. A very new one. After then, for one reason or the other, I was still denied admission for many years. Anyways, uh, even while I passed, that's not a story for today. So I finally gained admission to school and then had a discussion with some guys and they told me about Holy Spirit. And I what? Holy Spirit? What's it about? And so I picked up my Bible, size 13, wanting to know what these guys were talking about. And you know, I got baptized in the Holy Ghost beside my mattress in school. And then the journey continues and, you know, it's been that beautiful. I think that's actually the greatest testimony of my life. Uh, getting saved, getting baptized in the Holy Ghost, and learning Christ. It's been the greatest thing that had ever happened to me. And, you know, it had changed a whole lot of things and had really helped me. I think that's one testimony I love to share. God bless you. Mr. Vic. Hmm. Thank you very much. Um, do any person want to go next? Amy, do you want to share the, the, the testimony? Well, I, I just want to. I think I'd rather just um, comment on, uh, you know, say a few things on the testimony that um, that Shagun just shared. It's, in fact, it was a, a very, very... Um, it was... It was a, let me say, captivating one. Let me put it that way, okay? You know, it's it's like you, you know, while listening to him, I felt as if I was seeing the young Shagun then. <laughs> you know, walking into the church, the church and all that, you know. Mm-hmm. But then, wow, I think it's, it's been a journey for him. And the mystery that I, that I, that, um, that I, I, I think was really behind that was that, you know, having been moved from being a, a Muslim to not even having any God at all, it, it's it's been quite a journey. So it's, it's just like a transition from, okay, being a Muslim to being a Christian, being a Muslim to not even ready to do anything, any one of them at all, you know, mm-hmm. and then encountering Christ. So it's it's just a beautiful one for me. And one thing I just want to say about this is that I think it's just the Lord being intentional about about Shegun. The Lord being intentional. The Lord saying that this is mine. This is for me. And the Lord taking you through processes. You know, many a time God takes us through processes just to mold us into what he wants us to become. You know, I remember the story of Paul. Paul was a different person entirely. But God took him through a journey. So it was a a 
transitory journey for him because if he had not gone through that he would not have understood what he received later on and it was used for that purpose right and i believe that god has been using um you know shagun to bless life now even his story alone god must have been using it to reach out to so many people out there especially people of the other religion i think this is a blessing to humanity okay that's what i will say for now thank you very much um mr tulu you want to share something i i have something to share and i was uh, i was just thanking uh, mr shogun for that um for that testimony it is very huge one you know coming from a muslim family i, I absolutely understand how um difficult the situation must have been now for me as a person i used to be i don't want to use the word stubborn now uh, somebody that really barely listens you know I don't listen. I don't. I don't. I barely take instructions. You know, my when I was younger, I was I was what you would call a rogue. Mm-hmm. Doesn't listen. Doesn't care about things that people say. You know, you know. Coming from that angle to being somebody that has to listen and provide solutions for me, I know it may not be a deal to many people, but for me, it's a testimony because I can imagine my life then. You know, I shared the testimony last week about how. it took my mom's intervention and i don't think it was just my mom i think that was more or less divine because i'm sure she probably didn't know that i was going to make that transition at the time so for me as a person going going from somebody who doesn't listen who barely listens to being in a position where i speak to people and they listen i i i what they say and i can easily discern and interpret for them because you know i've been i've been i've, I've spoken with people where they will tell me stuff and I'll literally interpret what it means to them and the steps to take and like oh wow we've been to so many counselors so many psychologists who've done this who've done that and nobody I don't I don't think that's I don't think that's I know we say things are natural I think this is just a god given talent mm-hmm. because somebody who doesn't know how to do all those things before who doesn't know how to comprehend I don't know how to comprehend things you just tell me things and I just take it like this value I I used to describe myself as a very lackadaisical and nonchalant human being at that time. But you see it, it takes the grace of God for you to go from that particular scene to this. So for me that's that's a huge testimony. Wow. That's a great one. I think uh, Mr. Victor uh Yeah, I want Yeah, okay. I really I want, want to say something to before you come up please. Thank you know yeah I had a major challenge while I was growing up. The challenge was then it was a uh, jeans was really involved for the younger ones, you know. And you know our dad our general first born. My dad is a polygamist. So yeah, he has three wives. So our first born is as old as let me say maybe my mom, you know. So mm. when she comes around, she's going to tell us that Uh, for those of us that will choose to remain a muslim because she was an alaja so that mm-hmm. if you remaining a muslim means that when she's coming from lagos she's going to get you jeans she's going to get you this she's going to get you that you know those things were appealing they were the major things then you know it's just like someone telling me now shegun if you will be a muslim i'll get you a car i'll get you a decent house you know these are things that are like my needs now you get mm-hmm. so So then you have to think and crack your head and be like ah and me I always love to be the best of whatever I'm giving myself to 
So because I remember, you know, when I was younger, I would be the one to lead. And during times of prayers for fasting, I would go and lead. Very nice cab, nice test, view everything, you know. So that was a major thing. But the beauty of it is, <laughs> oh my God, that Elijah, that was our first one and my sister, is now a Christian. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> God. Wow. Yeah. You know, I was speaking with her yesterday and, you know, it was like, she was not like, her. My pastor, my pastor, can you go? Let me go. We're just talking. I was like, ah, <laughs> mommy, mommy. You know, I love to, mommy, mommy. And you know, she'll be like, ah, don't worry. And mama back so all on this shit. Ah, God has done it. Like Jesus is this. You know, like, oh, wow. Like you know, it's 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 really an it's it really big for me. You might not really understand, but my dad is mar- was married to three wives and then. Um, uh, had I think like eleven children, so and I'm the third to the last born, you know. So somehow there, coming from that angle, you see your elderly ones, and as of today, by God's grace, all of them are saved. I think we have just only our first son is still proving all this stubborn, stubborn family thing. Have to be Muslim, you know, something like that. And you know, I still keep them in prayers, and I still believe the Lord that because see let's be very frank we i know this is a podcast a whole lot of people are listening and but this is the truth uh christianity is not a religion mm. you you are not it's not one of the religions you know bible keeps speaking to us you know i keep i, I was explaining somewhere to the, uh, a few days ago and i was telling them that the issue of going to heaven meeting with god and everything is not it's not. It's not really the. It's not. It's a. It's a big thing. But it's not the issue. I said the issue majorly is that you know Romans was explaining to us. He said the wages of sin is death. So it means that sin does not have any other requirement. Does not ask for any other thing aside death. So sin does. Okay, sin has passed upon all men. So every one of us that are under sin, sin has a requirement. Everyone must die. That's what we call the second death, anyway. So, so it had to take that by the by nature of sin's requirement, his requirement must be met. And what is the requirement? Death. So in the whole testament, you know, you always find them saying that they are trying to kill a lamb or something like that. But it had to take that. If I say that, Mr. Victor, you are owing me one million naira, and until you pay my one million naira, you are not free from me. So you cannot tell me you just uh, maybe joke around this or tell me, okay, you will you will do well with MA. You will. no, you have to pay. So sin requirement must be paid, and for everyone that's already under sin is already a victim cannot pay for himself cannot pay for another so that would take christ to come god in man to pay the price for sin so at the death and resurrection of christ it was saying that sin this is what you require take your price you know something like that that was why the bible now said that you were bought with a price you were bought like one right like they bought you from sin you were bought so the issue of anyone going to heaven is not about a religion it's about the fact that the person must have come to a faith where he believes that christ came he died 
and resurrected. And that's what uh, Romans was explaining that uh, for the world is near thee in thy mouth that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth and believe in the heart that Christ came and resurrected. It's a reality. Until your sin is paid for, you are a victim. So it's not about a religion. It's not about anything. It's just about that your sin must be paid for. You must be bought from sin. So, and this can be done only by faith and by faith in Christ Jesus. So I just see this as a very good means that, see, no matter what religion you're practicing, no matter, I, I don't care. I've been through many of those things and, you know, but I'm just saying that you just need to come into Christ. He's not just the way, the truth, and the life. He's the only one that could pay for, by believing in him is the only way you, your sin can be paid for. No, no matter the moral act, no matter the decency or the discipline, no matter the laws, no. Your sin must be paid for. Mm. You are it must be paid for. So you have to be bought with Christ's death and resurrection. So this is me shouting out to people that if you're not saved, you just have to believe it by faith. You know, Second Corinthians 5 verse 21, he said, He was made sin. He who knows no sin, that we might become the righteousness of God. And you know, I always like to complete by saying, we that knows no righteousness. So please, I'm just saying this, that you just have to be saved please thank you you're welcome so i just want to say a few things before we wrap up right yeah um, so my testimony would it would go, go like route or a different approach so someone 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 was telling me was sharing something with me the other day and the person was like um and the person was saying something about how the they they got robbed right and she was like she was like i do you know that morning i just i actually just finished praying like i felt very 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 you know you know all those morning that you pray and you feel like you're very very in tune with with god right i don't know if you <laughs> that like you probably feel like oh well, you're over you're you're bubbling with the spirit of god yeah? i said you're overloaded yes like you're overloaded right and this yeah. person stepped out and she got what's it called robbed by all those people that would just that, that do touch and fall that they touch you and <laughs> <laughs> you just follow them and you and you withdraw all your body. She was hypnotized, basically. Oh. Yeah, so so she was hypnotized basically and she took they took all her money. All her money. And I and I remember having this conversation with her where she was like, How can how can like how is it possible? Blah blah blah. She was just like and something was ministered in by heart, yeah that God is a marvelous God. Do you guys know? Mm-hmm. Yes. God he sure is. He's a marvelous Men, Men cannot figure out his ways at all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Regardless of how regardless of how much we try, we can't figure out his ways. Because one is the marvelous God, right? And something was made in my mind that God answers our prayers in three different ways. 
right? There's there's the absolute yes. Mm. When you say, Oh God, give me a car, 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 and God gives you a car. Bam. Uh-huh. And you're like, Oh yeah, God has answered my prayer. And oh, then, Lord, give me a car. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> and then the there's the no, which a lot of us don't like to hear. Uh-huh. Right? They say, God, give me a car. And God said, No, I can not give you this card out. And he and 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 most times, yeah, because God is a marvelous God and He wants us to trust Him and believe that um He's He's with us, right? He, he, oftentimes we don't see the full picture of why we are being, but because He says He will give us an expected end, He expects us to believe Him who climb and sinker, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But oftentimes, we just see no, we just hear no, and we start preaching back to God. <laughs> so I can I, I can share about the personal experience. So there's a time I wanted to buy a particular product, a car actually. I need to get a car. And the car that, that I wanted, yeah, the car I wanted, it wasn't God's will for me to get that car. But I really wanted that car. And it was very weird. And I would check the whole car. You know, you know, before you buy a car, you go and you, you go and do check-ins. You go with me. I would go and check the whole car, and everything will make sense. The moment I leave the park, the the <laughs> what's it called, the the, the car lot, <laughs> something will just happen. It was it was it was so weird. Even at a point, the guy that was selling the car for me got really tired. If, if, if it was not that the AC will stop working, AC that will work inside the side will stop working, or the car will start overheating, or they will, they will do something. At some point, I like God, what is this? at some point there, eh, I like no, no, for a while I, I was preaching to God. I was like in my spirit there, eh, I was being told not to buy that car, but, but I really wanted the car. It was a fine car, nice car. My color blue. I love blue. It's blue. <laughs> I'm like no, this this has to. Be. I, I had to print. I was not, I was not printing to like, like you know, the Bible says wherever you step your feet, you you dominate the place. <laughs> as I was stepping, as I was, as I stepped in my feet and this car, I pulled this car. This is my car, but he kept on saying this is not your car, brother. Leave this car. But I didn't want to leave it. Yeah, and he kept on happening until I I got tired, right? So before then. Before then, this my car that I'm, that I'm currently driving was a car that was showed to me. The same brand of car. Yeah, but because that car is blue, the car was really fine, very flashy. The same Ford, yeah? But God told me that this, this, this is my car. But I was just so like, I'm, it's not the same Ford. Let me just buy this one. Let me just buy this one. Let me just buy this one. I was so stubborn. Sometimes I could be very stubborn like that. <laughs> and later I was still called anger for forgiveness. So I still did not listen. I left that car. I, I told the guy that it seems as if God doesn't want me to buy this car. So the guy refunded. The, the guy was so calm. The guy refunded my money. There was no hassle about the refund of money. He didn't even stress. He, he not said. He, he made that he said it seems as if God doesn't want to buy. He said ah, he's, he's also thinking the same thing too. So the guy <laughs> refunded me my money. Instead of me to carry my big head, I go and meet. I go and meet the the the, the cop. Um, Meet the, 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 the car owner that got a shoot like this is my current car. I said no. I went to start looking for an and that brand and that color of car for that same brand because I really love blue. I wanted to get a blue car, right? 
and I and I went. I remember going somewhere as far as Abu Leba to go and check one car out, one car that I, that I saw a blue car, and I was really happy. I saw I saw a blue car. It made like God there the car wasn't what I expected, and God wanted to punish me. On my way back, police people nabbed me. Bam! <laughs> they as they, they stopped me, took me to the police station. At that point, I said, God, please, I'm really sorry for being stubborn. If you let me, if you guys let me go, I will run the following day. I'm gonna I'm gonna make that payment. And it made, it made like God there. Like these guys that were willing to impound my car because I had committed a serious offense. These police people that were really they were ready to impound my car. They let me go. I parted away with, with two thousand, which is not which is not possible. Imagine them carrying your car to a police station, and the only money you have to pay was just two thousand for them to let you go. It's mm. never it's never done. Most times they collect nothing less than twenty k, right, or ten thousand if you beg very 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 well. But this guy was just had pity on me, and after saying God, I said, if you if you allow me go, I'll rush and go and pay that money. So yeah, so they let me go. So I tried calling the guy that I, I wanted to come that day and, and come and pay the car. I knew that God was 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 telling me, the guy, go and pay for this car, go and pay for this car. And I couldn't, I, the guy wasn't around that day. So, but the, the following day, I went and I made prayer and everything went smoothly. The summary of all of this is that sometimes God tells you abroad no, but we don't listen, right? Because we have, our eyes is, is, is totally gazed on yes or what or, or our own answer or what we want God to answer for yes. it's mm-hmm. patient of God not saying anything there's some, yes. some situations whereby you need an answer and there is no answer at that point God is just silent right over time right I want to believe that during those process of God being silent yeah God is taking us through a journey of either patience, patience or training, right? Mm. I'm, and, and this is me using my own life as a personal experience. All those times that God has not been silent for me, God has legit taught me how to be, like, taught me patience. Because I realize that sometimes you, you really want something, yeah? And you start idolizing that thing, right? Mm. I remember when, when I needed money, I wanted to get... Um, also, no, I was I was I was pitching for a particular, and it was supposed to be big money, right? And when I was praying to God, I asked, ah, "What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up with this?" I didn't get any response. It's just like total silence. And it, in my head, I was worried because yeah, I always most of the, I always get a sign if I if I'm about to get something, a particular project, right? But then because I was so excited about this project. Like I was sleeping, waking up, thinking everything about me that period, just that project, that project, that project, the money, what I'll use it for, what I'll use it to buy. You know, you know, <laughs> you're expecting some certain amount of money before it lands. You've already, you've already done the expenses in your head. You've already, you've already bought all the things you want, you want to buy with it. Yeah. You just waiting for it to just enter. But there was no answer. And I became worried, yeah. And only and throughout that period, what what that period literally taught me was patience, right? Mm. Sometimes we get too excited about um, what God has told us 
right or, mm-hmm. or what we, or what we want to hear from god that we forget to to um what's the word now that we forget the journey that takes us to that place mm. we're just looking at the, mm-hmm. we, we are totally excited about the that we forget to experience or to hold the hands of jesus christ to take us to that very end yeah because we've seen what what the end is going to be like we just want to close our eyes disappear and appear that end. but we forget that we'll pass through ikeja pass through ikoyi pass through this before we you get and it takes mm-hmm. patience so sometimes god don't and don't, god doesn't say certain things right because he wants you he wants to take you through a journey of patience or a journey of training or a, a, a journey of building up right so for today's um for today's testimony yeah, my own testimony will be that god has been able to show himself in my life in three forms in the part of saying yes to my prayers the part of saying no which was which which came with lesson this, this is just one there are several things that god has said that came with a huge lesson right or a huge flogging for me right because I'm, I, I i can be quite stubborn i wouldn't i wouldn't even lie sir and with the part of patience Mm. I don't know why I'm, I'm emphasizing on patience. Most times we want something from God, but we're not patient to go through that journey with Him. Maybe because we've seen how glamorous the end is, we are not, we are not, we are not patient to go through the rough patches that that leads to that glamorous um, end. I'm not saying that every end, right, or every path must be rough. There are some people that their path is smooth and it comes quick, 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 quick right but no no two persons journey is the same way you just have to wait in the presence of the lord right enjoy that experience with him he wants to fellowship with you if he's telling you that he's taking you to abuja right you need to always remember to come back to him and say, okay you're saying you're taking me to abuja okay but today what road should i pass tomorrow is it am i on the right track should i go to oku state before going to abuja should i go to Kenya before going to Abuja, right? And by doing that, our work with God becomes more fruitful, more directional, and less frustrating. Mm. Thank you. So that's basically um, my own thoughts. Any other contribution before we wrap up? I think that's actually wonderful. Um, you've been able to, to I mean, to knit the old fibers together. Hearing from, um, from Shegun, you know, him sharing his his experience. Hearing from Tulu, hearing from Hugh, it's it's been a beautiful one, you know. And um, luckily, on the WordPress today, you know, a testimony was shared, and it was about, um, you know, this time around, it was not on the, the normal oh this and this and this and okay, this is the outcome, but it's on waiting patience that okay trusting God for something and God has been, you know, continually leading leading the fellow on it. But then, yeah, the result is not yet there. But God hasn't left you alone in the journey. So just to say that many a times you, you might be going through a rough patch, but just hold on to God and let him lead you. And the beautiful thing is when you're patiently waiting on God, he speaks. It won't leave you fallow. Okay, he would he would speak to you, would tell you what next to do, what to do, what to do. and you yourself will know that 
it's God leading you and you yourself you know that you are not where you used to be you're actually journeying towards a, a wonderful destination yeah that's it from thank you very much on that note I want to say thank you very much for the time to listen to this podcast um, see you all next on next episode of Breaking Free stay blessed and God loves you bye bye Bye.
Shout hallelujah to Jesus.